Welcome to the Audacious Intent Podcast with Imani Harris. This podcast is for the visionary woman who is ready to create the flexibility and freedom they desire by standing boldly in their authority. I can't wait to share tips and inspiration to keep you pressing forward in your journey so you can continue to shine as the queen that you are. All right, queen, let's dive on into today's topic. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. We started last week on a new series in regards to goals and we are breaking the word goals down into its individual parts, which is so necessary sometimes to see a word as an acronym and to be able to break it down and unpack it even more to have it have a more lasting and more tangible impact on what we are desiring to accomplish. And so last week we started with the G in goals and that stood for the growth. And we have to be willing to grow and to get comfortable being uncomfortable and bringing about the change we desire to see. And that all starts with the vision that we make plain and we write it down. Then it takes on now you have to do a brain dump and mind mapping of all the different ideas that you have. And then you have to be willing to stretch yourself. So this week we're going to continue the series and we're going to delve into the O of goals which stands for opportunities. And I know it may be kind of hard to imagine, well, what does opportunities have to do with goals? And the thing is, when we establish, implement, and work on our goals, that's what presents the opportunities for the growth. That was from last week. We have to be willing to see the change, accept the change and then implement the change we desire to see in our lives. Because so often we think that the change has to happen externally or in another person or another thing such as our job or our family situation or a friend relationships, our finances, where we live, things like that. We feel like we have to Pray and focus on the external, the environment to be changed so then we can change. And really the truth is in order for any of that to change, we have to take a deeper look within ourselves and know that the change actually starts with us. Because in all of those things being the environment our relationships, our external factors, they're not going to change unless we're willing to change. They're not going to change unless we put the work in to change. They're not going to change if we're not willing to do what's required for that change to be lasting. Because we can change, but sometimes We take the short route, we take the shortcut, and it's very temporary. But when we commit to the opportunity of change to be long-lasting, 
then it no longer seems like a habit. It no longer seems like a routine, but it then becomes an everyday part of our lives. Opportunity brings new revelation. Opportunity brings new experiences, new encounters, new levels of thinking, new perspectives. And it gives us the capacity to be ready and available for new opportunities that God has already created for us. It's just he had to prep us. He had to refine us. He had to mold and reshape us in order to receive and accept these new opportunities, stages, and levels in our life in the best way possible. Because he's not going to prepare us or send us anywhere he hasn't already paved the way for. It's just we have to be willing to trust the process in order to go down the journey, in order to keep taking each step of faith each day, in order to say, okay, I may not know what's about to happen, but I see you, God, I'm following you because I know you have nothing but good for me. So I'm going to just follow your lead. And so there are three tips, three ideas in regards to the opportunities and goals. And the first one is you have to tap into God's wisdom. Because as it says, a person who gets wisdom, they get understanding. So often we try to go on our own understanding, our own ideals, our own thoughts, our own analysis of a situation and feel we get to dictate how things are going to happen. We control the outcome of things. And yes, to a point we do, because of free will, we do have a choice. But many times we don't always make the right choice because we're focusing on emotion. We're focusing on the need for control. We're focusing on understanding and having a role in how everything pans out and I don't know about you when I've tried to do it that way I failed every single time it did not work out even close to how I imagined how I perceived how I thought it out or anything because the key to that was I was doing it in my own strength. I was not even asking God for his input. It was more of like, okay, God, this is what I'm going to do. And you got me right. Okay, cool. And he's shaking his head and side eyeing me like, are you serious? That's not how that works. But because he's such a gentleman, he gets out the way. He lets us kind of go about our way, do our own thing. And then when it doesn't go right, he just accepts us back into his arms, loves on us, forgives us. And then I don't know what he says to you, but he says to me, are you ready now? No, I told you so. See what happened. What'd you think? What'd you expect? No, he says, are you ready now? And that is what is so key is when we tie into 
God's presence, God's wisdom, God's discernment through the Holy Spirit, God's everything. It makes seeing and understanding the opportunities so much clearer. Even when we may not understand how the outcome is going to happen, we know that he's been for us. He's never against us. He provides our every single need. He makes sure to protect us along the way. So if he's made it happen before, then why can't he do it again? But so often we make the situations bigger than him as if he can't touch them instead of making him bigger than the situations. So when we tap into God's wisdom, it gives us the insight to understand which goals to tackle right now and which ones are later, further down the path, but they're not immediate. The second tip is to reflect on what is needed to grow. This is a good point because, you know, being that we are usually emotionally driven decision makers, we sometimes don't take the moment to just hit the pause button, stop, slow down, and reflect on that thing. We so often just go headlong into the situation, the circumstance, the issue, that new stage in our journey without fully assessing the whole thing, without completely evaluating what roles are needed, what part you need to play, where you need to just put your hands up and surrender. <laughs> that is what is key is when you pause, you now are being proactive instead of reactive into entering into the journey of bringing those goals to fruition. You now are giving yourself the opportunity to receive the strategy and the plan from God to be the roadmap before you on how to bring that goal to life. How to implement that goal. How to achieve that goal. How to break that goal down into more manageable pieces so that it's more realistic and feasible for you to achieve and to attain. Taking those moments to reflect also gives us the opportunity on the journey to know, okay, what's working? What's not working? Is this even the right opportunity for me? Or was I doing it for no other good reason just to do it, just to do it? Or what is the reason? What is the strategy? What's the meaning of that goal? And finally, the tip number three is so important, but I know, especially as women, we often don't tap into it. We often don't make use of it because of just society standards and what is perceived as, hey, we're supposed to be superwoman. We should be able to do everything. You know, we got this. But we get overwhelmed and we don't do this utilize our resources what or who 
can help you and assist you in bringing this goal to fruition? Is there a certain product you need? Is there a certain tool you need? Do you need to speak to a certain person to bring it to light? And that is key because I help, you know, lead an accountability group every weeknight and the weekends too, where we go in and we actually help one another be accountable in our goals while also being supportive. And there are four questions that we always ask each other. And question one is what worked? When we take the time to go back and step two and reflect, we're able to assess, okay, this is actually what worked. Because sometimes when we haven't actually achieved the whole synopsis of the goal, we feel like we haven't done anything yet. But that's what is so key about the little steps in between and the milestones created that will help us to see we're actually doing more than we're actually giving ourselves credit for. The second question we ask each other is what didn't work? The reason that is key is to discern and find out maybe we're trying to do something that's not even applicable to this goal. Or maybe we didn't focus on it as much as we should. Or we allow the distractions of life to kind of make us detour off that goal for a certain period of time. Knowing what didn't work and also what did work will help us to stay encouraged and empowered to continue working on that goal. The third question is, okay, now what do you want to continue with that goal or do you want to do a new one? And of course, the last question, which is so important in this tip of utilizing your resources, is where do you need help? Because we can't do everything by ourselves. We can't do things on our own. We were all meant for community. And that even includes in making sure we achieve the goals that are set out before us. A person may have a resource or have a connection that can help you with achieving your goal. But they won't know unless you ask. And so as we make sure that we tap into God's wisdom, reflect on what's needed to do the goal, and utilizing our resources is what helps to make those goals more impactful and more lasting in everyday life. So I hope that you enjoy what we discussed in today's episode. I'm so excited to continue on the journey of this goal series and I would love to know how this has impacted you or is helping to give you some better insight so hey listen out for the next episode where we actually dive into the A in goals which stands for our attitude talk to you soon This has been the Audacious Intent Podcast with Imani Harris. Thank you so much for joining. I hope that what you heard today was helpful to you. If you have feedback on today's episode, feel free to message on Instagram at 
audaciously made or email me at hello at audaciouslymade.com. I'd love to hear from you. Be sure to join me again next time for another episode of education and empowerment to stand boldly in your life and business. Thanks for listening and continue to shine in everything you do.